Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is taking credit for sending dozens of migrants to Martha's Vineyard off the coast of Massachusetts without notice, leaving local officials in Massachusetts rushing to solve this unfolding refugee crisis on an island that's typically home to the rich and famous. <laughs> I'm sorry. I cannot contain myself. I cannot contain my glee at this brilliant strategy. So you're a sanctuary city. So you're in favor of illegal immigration. So you trumpet it to everyone you know in the salons of power. Oh, Martha's Vineyardites, Washington, D.C.ers, Chicagoans, etc. Well, you can have them. I like that angle, the many angles of a complaint, but one of them being with no warning, just they just showed up. Yeah, it's the way it works in a lot of your uh, yeah, a lot of your towns uh, all across the southern part of the United States, where a whole bunch of people just show up overnight in the middle of the night and they're there. Yeah, and then you got to figure out how to deal with it. Yeah, it's the way it works. Yeah, you you read my mind. The lead in the New York Times about fifty migrants unexpectedly arrived by plane. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of unexpected across the border into Texas and Arizona and and uh, Florida or whatever, but generally via boat in Florida. But um, although folks flock from those other states to Florida, but uh the only sense in which they're expected is that you've made it so clear through policy right. that people can come over willy-nilly that you expect to be overrun, and indeed they are overrun, and they are merely sharing the wealth. Yeah, and if you're going to make any sort of ec- argument that, well, you're you know, you're know set up for this sort of thing down in Arizona and New Mexico and Southern <laughs> California, yeah, because it had to be for d- t- decades of illegal immigration. That that's not a good argument that y'all were cheerleading, right? That you were all in favor of until it happens where you are. That that is so great. You talk about the elite of the elite of being walled off from the immigration pro- problem. There might not be uh, more of a walled off place in Martha's Vineyard where I summered uh, once myself. I, mean, I have never a quote unquote summered anywhere that I recall. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have a friend who grew up on Martha's Vineyard, and I went and visited him because I wanted to see what it was like. And it is it's something. I mean, the only way to get there is you got to take a boat that only goes so many times per day and takes a long time to get over there. I mean, they are really separated from a lot of the problems that the rest of the country has to deal with, and a lot of your biggest decision makers, policy influencers in America live there and don't have to deal with. Illegal immigration, homelessness, all kinds of different things. Yeah, it reminds me of our discussion of the protected and unprotected classes, which is the real class division in America. There are folks, and it's a lot of government and the elite, entertainment, the media, that are protected from the results of their policy decisions. And then the rest of us, the unwashed masses, have to deal with it. Nobody speaking English in our schools, for instance. Uh, but anyway, at the risk of getting off on that tangent, I want to get to some more of the CNN coverage. Uh, that's it, it's a good spring for, springboard for discussion. Give us a clip 81, Michael. I don't know what Martha's Vineyard's uh, capability is in terms of housing and, and shelter. I mean, this is a rich uh, place where people go to vacation. Um, so why Martha's Vineyard was chosen by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is also an open question. Too much. It's um, so incredibly obvious. <laughs> it's, wait, baby. What? <laughs> it's so incredibly obvious. Oh, wow. I thought there's no comment needed. Play no, clip there's it. not. <laughs> Play clip 82, Michael. 
But it is a vacation town, and, we're, and this is the approaching the off-season. The problem with Martha's Vineyard is that there are not a lot of people there right now uh, to accept these migrants. So put them in the vacation houses. You're, you're forcing other cities to accommodate them in whatever way they can, border states. Uh, it's your turn. Yeah, your little rural town in wherever in America that all of a sudden has a whole bunch of illegals show up, they're not prepared either, and they they weren't given a heads up or or nobody consulted them. What time of year would be best to have a, a bunch of illegals show up in your town? Because we want to show up when it would be most convenient for you. It doesn't work right. that way, you see. You know, if if you know uh, Greg Abbott or Ron DeSantis, please pass along from us the accidental genius of the Armstrong and Getty Show. I accidentally spat out the phrase that must be used over and over again. It's your turn. Ah, that's a, that's perfect. They should everybody should be wearing T-shirts that oh. say it's your turn. Oh. That is good. That is good. Has anybody ever achieved the peak of sexual satisfaction from a news story? <laughs> I feel that's like it's weird. possible. <laughs> you owed from a news story. That's just weird, man. Oh, give, this is Dylan Fernandez, who's a Democratic. It's your uh, turn. That is perfect. That needs to be on the sides of the buses because it says so much in a, in so few words. Yes. And don't shout it. Just say, it's your turn. Hey, fellow American, we've been shouldering this burden. It's your turn. If this is our national policy, let's share the absorption of the problems. Another excellent point. It's purely a federal policy. Here's Dylan Fernandez. He's a Democrat, Massachusetts state rep, whining. 83 first, Michael. Um, when these plans arrived, there was, there was no heads up to the local community at all. Think about the governor of Florida, some, one of the largest states in the nation, spending his time uh, hatching a secret plot to ship up 50 immigrant, immigrants here, families, children as young as four, and use them as political pawns just so he could get on Tucker Carlson and, and beat his chest about he's tough about how he's tough on immigration. He is a coward. Wow. Hey, Dylan, it's your turn. He's a coward. You're the tough guy for wanting the illegals to stay by the border. All right. Yes, and Texas should deal with them, or Florida should deal with them, and not be cowards. We'll wait a minute. Okay. That's, a, that's a weird retort. The hits just keep coming. You know, and you get, sometimes you get oh. insulted, and it's a really awful insult, but it makes so little sense. It doesn't leave a mark. It's like, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> oh, we don't have time for the last clip. We have, you know, a person here and Republicans who claim to be of the Christian faith that claim to be wanting to help um one another help the most vulnerable and to ship families here children here on a lie and use them as political pawns is a truly inhumane thing to do first of all you whine like a sophomore girl secondly all the border (laughs) states the border states have been shouldering the burden now for decades it's your turn Right. So there are different reports on whether or not these people had any idea where they were going. I'm not sure it matters. I mean, because you just came into a country illegally and you're going someplace 
wherever you end up. But um, I'm, I'm not sure that matters. But there, there are different reports, some that they knew where they were going, some that they didn't know where they were going. So, you know, take that for whether or not you think that's important. Um, but let me read a little bit of this to you. In Martha's Vineyard, the migrants are staying at a church shelter while local authorities and nonprofit organizations figure out what's going to happen next. Uh, they talked to a woman who runs a homeless shelter on the island and said, resources are scarce. Everything from beds to food to clothing to toothbrushes, toothpaste, blankets, sheets. I mean, we had some of it, but we didn't have the numbers we needed. Yeah, that's the way it's been for years in all kinds of towns in America, trying to deal with a whole bunch of people that just show up. And uh, you weren't paying any attention, but you were making loud noises about how we're a sanctuary city or a sanctuary state. We welcome anyone from anywhere all the time. When you didn't have to deal with it, you felt that way. Most of this is my favorite part. Most of the arrivals spoke little or no English and Spanish speaking high school students were pressed into services interpreters. Also, a whole bunch of people showed up in your town that don't speak your language and it was difficult to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is right. And then you know what you end up doing? You have to have uh, people that are dual language at your schools, at your hospitals, at your courthouse, at everywhere. And it's really expensive and very inconvenient. And you have to eliminate programs for gifted kids and for kids who struggle and for kids with special needs. And you have to eliminate sports and all sorts of other things. Yes. Edgerton police chief. Uh, I spent a weekend there once. Uh, we have talked to a number of people who ask, where am I? And then was trying to explain where Martha's Vineyard is. So the crime here is they they uh, ended up in a town in America that they weren't prepared for. Uh, okay, but... The fact that we've normalized coming across the border and you end up in some of these towns where you have family members, that doesn't seem like a good excuse for why they can't be where you live. Well, yeah, exactly. And the whole, where am I? Martha's Vineyard. Here you are on a map. Oh, interesting. It's going to be the response. Okay, yeah. where's the controversy? I'd also bet you that 95% of Americans can't tell you what or where Martha's Vineyard is. Right, right, unless they're super rich, uh, and generally the Eastern that, liberal that, elite. That one pisses me off a lot. They, they, they speak no English. We had to find interpreters. Yeah, it's difficult to deal with a crowd of people who don't speak your language. It's really a pain in the ass. Armstrong and Getty. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.